Hi, Tara. Hi, Alana. I am so excited to welcome our listeners to our weekly catch-up on sports, reality TV, and pop culture. So everyone, get ready for X's and O's and Bravo shows. And everything in between. Welcome to the Reality Playbook. We're in a little bit of a better mood than last week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a, a I am in a better mood. I am in a better mood. That was that was a tough break. I'm in an <laughs> intro. I've got I've got stuff to say though about what's going on in our, our front office. I can't wait. I can't wait for that call, that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but let's start out. Let's just jump into what happened this weekend. Um another really great, great uh weekend of football. And actually, you know, I gotta say I was I, I was more emotionally invest- invested than I anticipated and got bummed <laughs> out. <laughs> I, I don't want to root for some of these teams because I don't want to give them bad equals juju. So right, you got to protect your heart, man. It's just I don't give them any bad vibes or anything. Um, but starting in the NFC, I mean, the 49ers and the Packers. This is the um, one that bummed me out the most. Uh, 49ers went 20, well, actually, 21. I don't know if it, no, no, it bummed me out the most. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, why did it bum you out the most? Um, well, I was rooting, I was rooting for the Packers. So let me back up. Like, I don't have any like foundational hatred for the San Francisco 49ers, like right or wrongly, like I have for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, it's their fans. Like I have, I am still just confused by all of the anger and hate towards Eagles fans since they lost last year's NFC championship game. There were no dirty plays for the reason why their players suffered injuries. I don't remember us talking any, you know, egregious trash in particular to them. Yeah. They harassed, uh, uh, Nick Bosa's brother, but it was more, I think about Nick Bosa than Joey. I'm cool with Joey. Um, (laughs) so it was just, and then I think it was Fred, wasn't it Fred Warner's wife that was saying, oh, how mean Eagles fans are. And I was like, honey, you're on the sweet level. I just, it's just not the same as down in the, in the stands. Um, we don't believe you, you need more people. So I just don't root for the 49ers, basically for their fans, not the team. I I love Christian McCaffrey. I think they have a really good team. I'm still not a Purdy believer, but, but anyway, I say all that to say I was firmly behind the Packers um, also because they delighted me the week before. So you get points for helping. I think all Eagles fans would say this past weekend was more palatable because the Cowboys were out of it. You know, it was easier to watch. Um, and then they came out, you know, the Packers came out dealing. I think they got they got a bad call on their spot on that fourth and one spot. I think it was I'm like, why didn't you challenge it? This is the playoffs. It just matter. Terrible yeah, they got spot. they got a bad spot. Um and which I don't think I mean, I think I do think that changes the course of the game. You're not coming down to like, you know heroic measures from Jordan Love who I think is going to be a great player one day that can play yeah. hero ball but it not not this past not weekend so I just I was just sad for them because I just kind of wanted to be done with Brock Purdy talk and how all of us should be ashamed of ourselves for you know not believing in the last person drafted like 
whatever. Yeah, there's a reason why people didn't draft him immediately. Um, so like, like, let's all calm that down. Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant. But <laughs> I, again, I just think that we don't acknowledge the system that Kyle Shanahan has um, enough. And if we actually looked at the system and it like take Brock Purdy and put him on the Raiders, I bet he does just about as good as Jimmy Garofalo. Garoppolo. So I personally, uh, I believe that the system like is making him look great. I also believe that when Debo Samuel is not in the game, they don't know what to do because that's basically what happened. Yeah. Debo left the game with a shoulder injury. And quite frankly, I thought this Green Bay lost the game. They just mismanaged the yeah. last, well, I'll say maybe eight minutes of the fourth quarter. Had they not been so conservative and would have just tried to get the first downs they could have just at least continued to try to build the lead or just keep the ball away from san francisco but i'm like the last thing you should do is give us give san francisco the ball back at the end of the fourth quarter in san francisco to march down the field like because your defense was tired by that point right yeah so i just i thought that they actually lost that game like green bay lost yeah like they were in control like the three quarters, but then once the fourth quarter hit, they um unfortunately they let them score a touchdown. And one, there was a face mask <laughs> that was not called, and he was it was right in front of the ref. And the spot on fourth and one was not like it wasn't accurate. They yeah. they backed that ball up. Um, I, I so it would have been nice to see. I, I get a little frustrated when coaches don't necessarily challenge when you but it's like i'm watching it in slow-mo i'm watching it and you know they have people upstairs too that are looking at what we're looking at like i didn't understand why and terry uh bacali was just like yeah that's a first down and then he was saying other things like like he was just i think someone got called for like roughing the passer or something he was just like oh come on you know so it's it's, i don't know i I, whatever it is but um but I do agree with you. I think Jordan Love is um, is going to be fun to watch progress. And I think that this is actually a really good sign. And I I feel kind of bad for Matt LaFleur because, like, he is zero and three against Kyle Shanahan, his bestie. But that's on him. That's bad coaching, you know? like Or not bad coaching, but, you, but actually back to you used the right mis- mismanagement from the not uh, – not challenging the spot to, you know, the kind of, um, I guess, nervous play calling, you know, at the end of the game, you know, kind of playing not to lose, not playing to win. I think that they should give LaFleur maybe another year because this is the first season without uh, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, but they give him another year, but I think you need a more experienced coach to be able to bring this team to the next level. It's an, I don't know. I would I would definitely give him another year. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's like another year, but it's like, but you've had the team for some time now. And like, you know, I mean, I know Aaron went down with injuries, but this man was playing through them. You know, you guys were giving it a good effort. It just seems like it's just like to me, it seems like it's, you know, just decisions. I, just, I don't need Jordan Love channeling Brett Favre and throwing across his body and that <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this is reminding me of that Seattle game. Oh, please stop doing this, my young quarterbacks. <laughs> you don't do this. Don't do it. Um, Because they actually looked like they were coming back, and then he did an interception, so that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Okay, cool. Like moving on to the other NFC team, the Lions beat um the Bucks 31 to 23. The Bucks were giving it a good shot. I got credit. It, and I am one of the petty, I'm a petty fan. So I, you know, I know some people believe in if their team law loses, they root for the team that beat them so that they can say, well, we lost no. to the champs. I've never, I've never, I, I don't believe in that. I'm not built like that. Um, if you hurt me, I want you to hurt next week. So, right. <laughs> but the know. thing is, I have always liked Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so at first, I was like, how do I, I want Baker to succeed because I want him to have a job next year, but I really <laughs> don't want Tampa to win this game. And I think, I think I kind of got what I wanted. Cause I think Baker has proven to himself that proven that he can quarterback yeah. a team. Um, yeah. But I do. And I did want the lions to, to, to win. I like Dan Campbell. Me too. I like the lions team. Um, one is, CJ uh, Gardner Johnson. He Girl, did the whole weekend. Band. I was looking at former Eagles defensive players, and right just... everywhere, and he did the dance that Baker Mayfield used to I do. Know, I, was <laughs> like, I couldn't laugh. That is so petty. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I. I'm not. I, I hope for the best for Baker, but uh, he came from Oklahoma, and I know, like, you know, our quarterback, you know, came from Oklahoma. But when Baker was there, he was so like arrogant like he yeah. was like doing them dances doing you know and being that I am a you know a longhorn yeah it's very hard for me to get on the bus when someone was trying to flex so hard um on our team at that time because uh for those that don't know um you know Oklahoma and Texas have like a, it's called the Red River rivalry and every every year we play it's like the second week in October it's like the, a neutral site in Dallas. There's a whole fair is going on. And, you know, it's a, it's a competitive game. If both of the teams could be doing crappy that whole season, <laughs> but they're going to bring it on this one. Um, so it's, but he was just a little bit cocky. I get it. I can so, imagine if Baker Mayfield went to Florida state. Exactly. Or Georgia, this is Florida I, state. I, I would that's, not that's be, it. yeah, I would not be rooting for yeah. Baker. So, but I'm I'm actually happy because I know that he's been going through the most and been on a, a bunch of teams, but I'm happy that he's found it, finding his stride um, as well. But yeah, and, and you know, shout out to Tom, uh, Todd Bowles, you know, he was, I mean, his defense was not letting their, you know, their foot up off of uh, Jared Goff and the team, but, you know, um, Amarase Brown, like he just is like, oh man. Yeah, it was funny. I saw a tweet. Uh, um, a woman said, "My daughter is going to hate me so much with I when she finds out why I named her Amon St. Brown." <laughs> that was funny. Oh Lord! <laughs> but I get, I get the passion of Detroit. That's the other thing. The Detroit fans, and I know, in in the end, you know, I'm really rooting for Lamar Jackson, but. The Detroit fans like the Buffalo fans. I kind of feel like they're our cousins. Um, yeah. Actually, the Eagles have been more successful. We're just so wounded right now. Yeah. But to yeah. like go your whole life and just not know success, to go an entire football season and not win one game. Yeah. I mean, our um, first win came just in, what, 2018, 2017, 2018 season, like I get we, it. But we, how many, but you know, we've been to the Super Bowl. We've been to Super Bowls. We have. We've been to numerous NFC championship games. And these people are Fair. going generations without knowing, and you know, knowing any kind of postseason fun. 
Well, the Bills, you know, that 30 for 30, they did get to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But also, that's almost a different kind of pain. That is, because they (laughs) basically every NFC East team beat them except for us. We didn't, we were in there, but it was this the Commanders, the Giants, and then Dallas. And then Dallas went on their run, you know, in the mid in the mid-90s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the Lions I'm looking at from like they've never, you know, enjoyed the postseason fun that we've had. And then the Bills, it's just this like crushing it's defeat. Heartbreaking. It's like, you know, would you rather have never known success like that than, you know, lose. Yeah. Um, so I feel for both those fan bases. So I was happy for Detroit. I'm happy for Jared Goff, you know. Me too. Me too. He beat out of he, LA and he beat his former team and then he yeah. went on and they were able to get some MC championships. So obviously it's gonna be 49ers versus the Lions. Lions will be traveling to San Francisco. That someone actually made a comment that the Lions tend to like to be the villain and on the road and so they they like kind of playing away so i'm i'm really curious what happens i'm also curious about uh debo if he's gonna yeah. be able to rehab his shoulder in order to be able have to there play. been any updates i didn't see any i haven't seen anything but um it is like early in the week so maybe by like thursday friday they might have some like reports on on his availability but Again, if you don't, and I, and look, I, I think Christian McCaffrey is a bad boy. Like he is a tough, tough guy, but Debo, like this offense is set up for him and Debo. And so when Debo's not there, it's hard for them because now, you know, everyone knows that they're going to just give it to McCaffrey. (laughs) So, um, it's hard. Well, they still got, um, my boy, that's see this back to me, not hating the team. I love George Kittle. <laughs> me too. Me too. Me too. But yeah, so hopefully I, I think I think if Detroit really it's it'll be tough, but it's obvious that other teams have been able to get go into um San Francisco and, and beat them. Uh this is another team. NFC North team. Mm-hmm. So that also is something interesting to watch versus, you know, the other uh divisions. So I'm I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful that. Detroit's able to pull it out. I think the the Debo injury will play a big, big factor. factor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so on to the AFC side, the Ravens beat uh, the Texans 34 to 10. I mean, you know, CJ Stroud showed up and Lamar Jackson showed up and it was, I mean, it was a great game um, to watch on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I am. I am excited to see the future for the Texans. Um, yeah. For CJ and for D'Amico, I, you know, I want them to be six. It's going to, football is going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how, if, if some of these teams were kind of one hit wonders or yeah. over if this is the, if this is the trajectory that they're just, they're just going to go on and they're going to continue to get better and better. But I agree. Um, Cause the Texans are nothing to, nothing to play with. And I was rooting for it every time CJ looks like such a baby. You're like, oh, I want you to do good. But no, right. But I was like, nah, my Lamar's my, time. Lamar is, is my so home. Intense. <laughs> yeah, he is very intense right now. They said that um he <laughs> so you know, they were like tied at at halftime and he went in and he just pumped the team up. We'll say it that way. Yep. And um 
and so ended up being the the Ravens defense, you know, no points in in the second half for the Texans. Uh and but the Ravens were able to score uh what 23 points? 24 points, I'm sorry. Uh 24 points in the in the in the second half. So they did their thing. Yeah, they still to me they look like, you know, the best team in football right now. I just don't want you know, I just need the Harbaugh to kind of keep it focused and keep us keep going with this. Stop dancing. <laughs> I just don't do not bills me. You know what I'm trying to say? I know. I'm I know. On the, I'm on the team, boo, boo. Just don't do the, what the bills did to their fan base to, to me, please. Uh, so the bills going to them uh. lost uh, 24 to 27 at home against the Chiefs. Uh, and that was uh, definitely interesting uh game you know we saw our eagles player uh shirt off just uh taking taking it to the head i'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait to a, come to me I'm- <laughs> he brought a fan up to meet taylor he just was all over the place and i loved it i was like I, i'm glad he's having fun like he looked like he had some legitimate fun and i think he he just needed to like let loose a little bit um so so, you know, I'm still in, I don't, I guess it's denial or hopeful because he hasn't said the words yet, but I, you know, I love Chris Long. So his podcast, he said that um, he texted Jason during the game to tease him about being shirtless and hanging out the window. And Jason said, well, the, 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 the box is so hot. And Chris was like, do you just run hot? Cause everybody else in hot. there is bundled up. But Chris was like, I know people think this is a sign that he's retired. He's like, this just Jason. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what you should expect from Jason. And from the, you know, um, drinking out of the bowling ball. In yeah. The, I'm like, you don't know these people, Jason. You don't know what's in there. He doesn't care. No, no. <laughs> this is Jason Kelsey. Like, I think people need to understand this is because, you know, he's new to a lot of people, but he ain't new here. Like, we know he And when he jumped out of the the sweet those were steps icy steps and Thames I'm like do you know what kind of disaster whether you had announced your retirement or not that could have been a whole different type of retirement what are we doing all you see is Kylie in the back just looking like oh my god God. he is the only drunk shirtless man that someone would trust to pick up their daughter right (laughs) You want to meet her? Here she is. It's like, drunk, wait, what? Drunk, drunk shirtless stranger that you would trust to pick up your daughter. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, Jason Kelsey's got my kid. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that part was enjoyable. But back to the game, man, talk about heartbreak. Heartbreak. And, and talk about heartbreak that you knew was coming. Like, there's times where I try to push negative thoughts out of my head when I'm watching games. But you, you've just been so emotionally wounded before. And I was trying not to say that he's going to miss this field goal. He's going to miss this field goal. Yeah. I've seen yeah. this movie. Same <laughs> in Green Bay. I mean, in the Green Bay game, didn't he miss the, the, the field goal? Too? I mean, some of these are just coming down to the kickers. Yeah. Yeah. But. <sighs> but I agree. I, it was hard. It, it, it was hard to watch because you, you're like, oh, like, come on, guys. Like, let's, you know, and it was. Well, the focus is on the field goal. Not, I mean, people are are acknowledging that Stefan Diggs had a let a pass go right through his hands, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. 
But why was Josh at the end of the game, after playing to me an intelligent football game and, you know, decides to just air it out instead of just trying to get closer, just run the ball. Yeah. Ball and make it a more man, you did makeable yard. You had a 52 yard run. Like we need you to just keep it moving. Yeah. And then, oh my God, the Damar De- Hamlin fake punt. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Sean, what are you doing? I was so confused by that play. And I was just like, doesn't he play on the defense? Like I was so confused. The whole thing. It was very, but I guess he, I guess he's on special teams as well, but it was just such a weird thing that it was so obvious to Kansas city that they were like, yeah, they're going to try to do something sneaky. Well, they said one of the, one of the analysts said that the chiefs only had 10 men on the field. So the bills were trying to take advantage of having a one man advantage, but you just didn't have the right personnel to do it. No. But they they knew the bill uh the Chiefs saw something in the formation that mm-hmm. made them know that that let them know that they were about to do something tricky. That's that was kind of the big I think and five yards is a lot on fourth down. It wasn't oh, fourth and one, fourth and two. I'm it's like, five yards. It might as well be ten yards to me, you know? Okay, I'm gonna say something and this will be to my my Dallas Cowboy fans. But I think everybody needs to pick up that play that they that the Dallas does every time they go to the end zone and it's like third and goal they have everyone's like going to the left like acting like they're going to run the ball in while Dak just throws it over to the tight end who who's just running to the corner and he's right there can we can we just start thinking about it from that perspective I hate to say it and I literally said it like during the game I was like man they need to they need that play you know to try to get into the end zone so um but you know i I don't know where they go from here. You know, it's it, like, I, I feel for the, the, the Bills fans. Um, and they made a mid-season adjustment that actually worked. It's so, that it's so Eagles weird. Bills game, it is ridiculous how we just fall apart. Yeah. And they go, they're on a, they change offensive coordinators. Yep. And, and they're able to do better, a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I feel for, feel for those fans. They they shoveled their little hearts out. They sure did. I'm sorry. So, so the uh, the Chiefs have to go through Baltimore. Yes, Baltimore <laughs> and <laughs> Lamar coming. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, like OBJ was doing the dance and stuff too, and he, you know. Um, and OBJ wants it. You can tell he wanted bad. He wants his, he wants another one. Um, and so curious, you know, prediction on Ravens versus the Chiefs. I think this is going to be such a good football game. Like, I think it's going to be a really, really good football game. Really dope. It's just, and it's so weird. You know, I'm 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 just over the Chiefs and everything that kind of surrounds them now off the field. But it's hard to break your like your habits because it's sometimes I found myself going oh, and I'm like stop it <laughs> yeah. we want the bills to win but it's I, I like them and Mahomes, you know it's um, hard for me not to like Patrick Mahomes I, it's such a weird thing but I'm just like how can you not like this guy you know I like Pachanko I mean the, the yeah. team is yeah. it's I mean, a likable like team. team I just but I want Lamar to win um 
I've said this multiple times. I one of my favorite um sports shows is the Dan Lebertard show. So on Monday, Dan uh played clips of commentators commenting on Lamar Jackson from the jump, right? And so there's, you know, the, the one saying, well, you know, he's a good athlete, but he really should um play change positions if he wants to be successful in the NFL. And had one of Colin Cowherd when he is just saying, you know, Lamar will never be a Sam Darnold. And, and you're like, well, you're right. But like- right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> correct, sir. Yes, you're correct. That you, I mean, it, his, his the Lebertard, uh, the producers, they were in tears. I was in tears because it just sounded so ridiculous. Then they then they they ended it with the co-hosts of the Lebertard show. And they play this pretty much yearly talking about how dare Andy Reid think about benching Alex Smith for Patrick Mahomes and the audacity of thinking that he could be <laughs> as successful with Patrick Mahomes as he's been with Alex. Oh, my but, people. Oh, that was enjoyable. So that's, I want Lamar to win. So like all, just so we're able to replay all of these, you know, NFL experts that thought they knew the best way to use Lamar or not to use him at all, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I'm, I always love to, um, let's see that. Like, remember last year when we were in the Super Bowl and they had the Jalen like mix of all the people who said like all ratchet stuff about Jalen. And it was just like, mm, you know, right. and sometimes I just think that I think it's a good motivator, but something that you said last week, really rung true for me is in that they they're saying like the the you know because I have that complaint about Dallas you know and how they they um hype them up every season and they, they don't really show up but you you know you're talking about the business of sports and they they hype Dallas and you know people who hate Dallas are gonna watch you know people who love Dallas will watch and and so actually at that point I actually dropped the hatred for Dallas and I was just like because it doesn't matter like it, you know what i'm saying you know and i think some of this is just like ryan clark is the for me the most annoying one um because he said he swears he's right about everything and he's <laughs> sometimes i'm like you were way off um uh but i just think it's something like for me it's kind of like okay you guys say all this stuff because i feel like you guys might want to say this but in reality like are they pulling us in to have a debate with them Right, right. But to, and, and there are a lot of commentators and sometimes it could be the same person that make they make valid arguments and valid criticism. Fair. Yeah. Sometimes the things are just so outlandish that it's just. I also think that there's uh, everybody has their own personal bias. Mm-hmm. And I think that when they start flying off the handle, like the man who shall not be named, but if he shows up in Philly, it's going to be a problem. Um, their bias, you know, can really show up and they, and they're, and they're skewed because they're never going to say that this person is doing well because their bias is that they're not that good, you know? Um, and they, and it's hard to change a mind from that, from that mindset. So, yeah. Uh, so who do you predict the winners you think, um, we're hopeful that the lions will win. Yes. And, and they can, they can, uh, but do you feel like the 49ers are more likely to pull it out? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. How about <laughs> the Ravens and the Chiefs? I think what I think being in Baltimore is gonna help. I um, agree. But and see- the thing, it's just like 
do you doubt Patrick? We have seen, I've seen this man do just ridiculous things, right? So I won't be, I won't be surprised if the Chiefs win. I just think that the, the, the Ravens are a stronger team this, this go round, you know? Their defense is, you know, their defense is intact. Um, I think Lamar even, he's just like, he's like, like Super Bowl or bust. Like we're going there and that's, get on the ride, you know? And I think, I actually think the Ravens are going to pull it out. I, I do think they're the better team, but I, but it's, this isn't about like coaching, you know, like experience because Harbaugh is very experienced and Reed is very experienced. So it's, it's Talk not about like, a tree. Talk about a tree. And so like, uh, you know, with, with Andy on the other side and Nick Sirianni on the other side, yeah, they're like, he might out, like Andy's going to out coach you. And even you're bringing this coordinator out coach. <laughs> I'll stop. Uh, Cause we, we do have a moment for the Eagles. I just think the experience on both sides of the ball is a bit, it's not as major or, 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 the gap isn't as wide. Exactly. Yeah. As compared to, you know, the, you know, Nick Sirianni. And I also just think Andy is a better coach than um, a lot of the coaches. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about the Bills coach? Do you, do you think they're going to have him for another year? And then I think you give Mc, I think you give McDermott another year. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I think you give him another year. I think you give him another year. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's get into our favorite subject. Well, can can I say one thing though? Absolutely. So it was about Dallas. Like, have you noticed that um, there's a bit of a family kerfuffle over there? So, so Ceedee Lamb's mom was like saying stuff on Twitter. Um, Dak Prescott's brother was saying stuff on Twitter. There was and a some, third, and Micah Parsons' brother too. And Micah was like, "What he expresses is his own opinion." Right. I love my team and I love my city. <laughs> the CD's mom was trying to get him. To, well, I think a fan, a fan tweeted, "CD come to Houston," and his mother said, "I'm trying because I like CJ." Dak ain't it? Like, yo. And I get that wasn't CD, but that was your mom's. And like, uh, so, and then Dak's brother said that he too would like Dak to leave Dallas, but it's because of how da- the Dallas folks are talking about him. Wow. I'm I'm trying not to get, I'm not, I'm not going to get giddy, but I just noticed. Did you notice? I noticed. I just saw, I didn't see the other two. I just saw the Michael Parsons having to put out like a statement. <laughs> Come on, Micah, and stop playing. You stop know playing. you wish you were an eagle. You don't love stop Dallas. It. How many Phillies jerseys do you have? You don't have any. <laughs> I don't. You don't love Dallas. You don't have any stop Texas it. Rangers jerseys. You don't have any Mavericks jerseys. You got six of jerseys. You know you want to come home, Mr. Harrisburg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to acknowledge. that. So, about the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you had some thoughts about the front office. Uh, just real quick, the Josiah, Patricia, and Johnson—they got—they had a conversation with Nick, and uh, they are no longer employed by the Eagles. So, okay, I have to check myself, right? Okay. 
I was very emotional these last few weeks of the Eagles season because mm -hmm. I was embarrassed. My mm -hmm. team embarrassed me. Mm -hmm. And then I got mad and I wanted everybody gone. Like, yeah, everybody, like with four bodies, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, and I so this is why I got to check myself because I was like, Tara, you should have thought of this. I I was reading online and someone was talking about you know we need to stop kind of placing all the blame, the offensive blame, on Brian Johnson. Absolutely. In terms of we've all we were all complaining about the lack of creativity and and stuff like that, and someone was like, you know. This guy, when he was at Florida, had Kyle Pitts. I don't know why my, our, our, the running back's name is escaping me. But, you know, that was the last time that the Gators were good enough to think that we might have been making the college football playoffs with Kyle Trask. And I was like, oh, my God, because it, it's, it's never been that I did not acknowledge that Brian Johnson came, you know, had done some time at my school. But they were right. That offense we had was amazing. And. He was the the brains behind that. So we were very creative with our tight ends, our wide receivers, running backs, and basically had Kyle Trask is now on the bench at Tampa Bay, but he was an average college quarter. I mean, not he was average, going to be an average quarterback in the NFL. So it wasn't the it wasn't the quarterback play. It was the skilled players and the play calling. And I was like, you know, he's right. Like. I'm so angry and up and in my feelings, I want everybody gone. And I still think he had to go just because it's just so bad. You, you, you're going to have to clean house, but they shouldn't be like kick, like my foot on his butt, kicking him out the door. Right. Yeah. Because I do wonder if he was handcuffed mm -hmm. by the head coach. That's you know, what they're saying. The players admitted in that Seattle game that that at last interception was not the play that Brian Johnson called. The players mm -hmm. decided to freelance and and lost the game. I do think people are are taking that comment. They're they're taking a comment and trying to make a rumor out of it, which I think it was. I don't believe that there's such a beef that Jalen just decided he's going to freelance the entire rest of the season. I don't believe. No, that. I meant that specific. But no, but I know. I think they're yeah. taking that story. And okay. They're, it. they're stretching it when it was just that story, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I actually but, thought, oh, go ahead. No, I didn't. I just was saying, I just think I don't want to, like I said, I think, I think it just was such, it's such bad. Mm -hmm. The air is just so bad. You do have to clean it. But I want us to kind of put some respect on his name because don't be surprised that he when he goes somewhere else. I, and I kept thinking, I was like, what if he ends up being the head coach in Atlanta with Kyle Pitts down there and B. John Robinson mm -hmm. and the NFL version of that, I, I guess, 2019 or yeah, he was. That's team. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, well, for one, you could tell that the when they were talking about the issues with the Eagles during the season, they were pointing at the defense. They were not saying anything about Brian. Mm -hmm. They I they did there is a report that said that Nick was calling the plays and he was like it, it really was that Nick was kind of like stuffing him a little like you know like being um a bit I guess micromanaging uh wasn't allowing enough of what Brian could bring um, into where they wanted to see, I guess, the players. And so I do think he got 
he got all of it on the internet. The internet lit him up because all of us assume, oh, you're the OC. Like, what the what's going on? Yeah. Um. I, I I'm I was hoping that they didn't like fire him as much as they might have found a different position in the organization for him. Um. Very quietly, but uh, I obviously they're you know he's he's out. Um, and I think that would have been too difficult to do. I think this in this day and age is too it's too hard to do it because it's just going to be too much buzzing yeah. on and I, I, I you know I think you know as long as I don't know I, I it's that's fair that's a fair um but I I just was I kind of just think that the way that this was this basically told us how Nick manages people um instead of playing being on a team like a coaching team like the three of them were you know this is you actually have to bring your coordinators up and it shows that he's not quite there yet to be able to really trust and bring his coordinators up with him and so i so as there's rumors about who's been interviewing um i mean we could say on the oc topic but they're saying that jim bob cooter from the Colts uh, has been interviewed. Frank Reich has not been reached out to, but it's early in the mm-hmm. process. But allegedly, Howie and Nick had uh, were reaching out to different coordinators or planning to reach out to different coordinators um, and agents to see, you know, to to start their search. And I also didn't love the way that they that people frame Nick as if he was going to lose his job and. I didn't think he was going to lose his job at all. Uh, I just thought that they were going to be like, you need to fix the issue and mm-hmm. move forward. I didn't think he was until that Bucks game. I just kept looking at Mr. Lurie in that box and he, he looked like he human. was smoking. And I thought everybody's going to be gone. Um, <laughs> aside from Jim Bob's name, um, I was like, well, he is, he, he was with Shane. Um, is that the closest I'm gonna get to Shane? But I would, I want to, I want to hear, I want to hear some other names. Okay. Just as I've been excited about the rumors on the on the defense, the defensive side, um, excite me because I I have no problems with Patricia and Desai. Leaving. Absolutely, I, I and I feel bad for Desai because I don't think I that you know it's like I mean you made the change, but then it got worse. So it's yeah. kind of like, well, what happened? And right. So okay. Let me just say this, that they were, they, there was like this like list of like who could come and, and come to Philly. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my first, my like number one pick is Eric Bien-Aimé. Um, I would love to see him and Jalen get together. Yeah. And Eric Bien-Aimé is like, I, apparently like he's like more of like the structure guy and like, you know, like we were talking about Andy's more of like the players coach. And I think that that dynamic could work since Nick is very like, Ooh, my players, you know, yeah. I would love to see him here and, or not with the, the, the commanders any longer. <laughs> <laughs> he picked our defense apart. <laughs> so here's the interesting thing. So I'm excited about, you know, we heard about Ron Rivera being on the defense side. And I know um, former Eagles players like Ike Reese have been excited. So I was like, well, they're excited. I, I can get excited. But then I was like, so, but if you have the enemy and Re- Rivera, like it didn't work down 95. So like it, it's it just didn't. but we do have more talent, but it's a different talent. Yeah. And he's not the head coach. Yeah. And one thing Ike Reese said is, you know, he knows the importance of of linebackers. 
Girl, that I, was the other thing this weekend. Every time I saw great linebacker play or just good linebacker play and tackle, tackling. <laughs> I told I told my sister, I said, yo, Tara and the tackling, like, I'm like, wow, they're tackling. Like, I was literally like, thank God they're tackling. <laughs> my dad kept screaming, see, they go for their legs. They go for their legs. <laughs> it, it's like, can we go back to that? Can we actually start tackling? But yeah, oh I think- there's a great Dan Campbell uh, video yeah. about him in the, I guess it's the off season, explaining to the team why he has them in pads, but like explaining it to him, like recognizing I know that, you know, if, if we could be successful without doing this, I would, but I'm not only preparing you so you don't get hurt, but so that we can be good. Like we've got, he said, pursuit and tackle, mm. pursuit and tackle. We should put a sign on the front of Lincoln financial field. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Let's get violent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we say the loving words of Antonio <laughs> Oh man, yes. Yeah, so yeah, I do agree. I don't know if that it's a good thing to have both EB and Rivera, but um, but I but they also uh a lot of actually Slay made mention of Denard Wilson. You know, he was our yeah former uh DB coach and he's now with the Ravens, and they're saying like he might come back or and or and that it was a mistake to let him go. Yeah, definitely a mistake to let him go. Yeah. Uh, so that, that'll be interesting. Uh, so we'll just keep kind of seeing what our people do and hopeful that we get some better, uh, more experienced coaching in here and life is better. Real quick before we jump into this NBA uh, part. So McCarthy is staying in Dallas. Right. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Wonderful. Great. <laughs> Great. Um, Belichick, it looks like he's, he's inching towards Atlanta and Harbaugh, Harbaugh is reach is inching towards the chargers in LA. Um, uh, they did, they did sign, uh, Bill Callahan to the Titans. And, uh, so we're, we're starting to see more and more announcements come out. So I'm excited yeah. about that. And then, uh, we, I think we mentioned it last week, but Antonio Pierce also, um, was signed, was signed with, I was the, happy, happy to we, see we that. talked about yeah. that, you know, yeah. and so hopefully it'll work out. Yeah. Anything that you want to talk about on that subject? No, just, um, I'm Jerry Jones never change. Please don't. <laughs> I think that's a karma. That's a karma one too. <laughs> On to the Let NBA. me shut up and, and find out who's coaching my team. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, on to the NBA. So yes. last night, we witnessed, you witnessed history in person. I did. I did. Talk about planning the first game of the season to attend. <laughs> my, um, so my dad, his second favorite uh, basketball team has been the San Antonio Spurs since David Robinson. Um, he loves pop. So um, we usually go see the Spurs, whether they're good or bad. And so we were definitely, I definitely was going to get tickets so that he could see Wimby's first, uh, his Philly debut. Um, Not knowing that I was also going to see some Sixers history. And it was so funny. So, you know, JoJo's scoring and we're watching and, and then you're just like, oh, do you think I'll be here to watch him score 50? Um, And there was a guy in front of us 
And when Joe scored 50, he was like, I want to see 70. And the whole section, well, at least his row and my row, everybody's cracking up. His girlfriend is like, she looked back at me she's like, he's crazy. And we're all laughing. Girl, by the time he hit seven, that dude was like, told you. Yes. <laughs> I love my Philly people. It was a great, it was a great, it was fun because even though the Spurs, I mean, they played a good game. They kept it relatively close, but yeah. I just wasn't worried. You never felt like the Sixers were going to lose this game. So yeah. the entertainment was how many points will JoJo get? Yeah. And it's kind of Wimby. He had, I think 33 might've been 38. He had a good game. He just couldn't go up against the MVP. Mm-mm. No. No, no. But he, he is, I mean, that. he is just so tall and skinny. I'm sure. I don't know if you've seen, there was a clip uh, pregame and JoJo walked behind him. So like Wimby wasn't paid. I don't think he was really noticing, but JoJo just wanted to see like where he measured up and just shook his head. Cause who does Joel indeed have to look up to? And then in the play, there's in game, Kelly Oubre is defending Wimby. I saw and him he, and Tobias Harris trying to defend. And he puts his hand like by he's like trying to figure out where his head stops. And he like he's touching Wimby, like, okay, I go, I go right to there. <laughs> right to his shoulder. I mean, what are you gonna do about this guy? You know? But it was a great Long game. Arms. The Sixers are now, I think they've won six in a row. Um, four four games out of first place, because we just need those doggone Celtics to go on a little bit of a losing streak. But um they do. But it's a good game. They're now going on the road for a minute. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they could continue winning on the road. What was really cool about this watching, you know, JoJo get to the 70, 70 points was that at the end of the third quarter, he was at 59. Yeah. So you're just like, wait, you know, you're starting, we're starting the fourth quarter. And he's already. <laughs> and you wonder, because I think at one point they were up 15. So he was sitting and so the crowd is like put him in and it was so funny he would kind of move and the crowd was like yay and he'd sit down and oh and so so then he stood up and it was like yay and but then he took his jersey off and we're like oh but he put a new jersey on yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then Nick finally put him back in the game He's like, I got it. I hear you guys. That's fine. But it was also cool that um, Brett Brown was on the other bench or the, or the other sideline because he's right. assistant to Pop. And I liked Joel's post-game interview explaining that, you know, he went through a lot. Like, the process wasn't his fault, but he was there to help develop Joe. And I'm glad that um, Joel gave him a lot of credit for his early development in the league. And I thought that yeah. I thought that was sweet. And watching he and um and Ferk and uh Robert Covington all hanging out with their they were like team. all surrounding him and they're just yeah. they like a like a little high school basketball coach came. Yeah, it was really play. it was really it was so sweet. Cute. Um and so that I mean, you know, he basically um you know broke Will Chamberlain's record. Will Chamberlain had 38 points. I'm sorry. Seven, I'm sorry, he had 68 points. What am I doing? <laughs> he had 68 points. Um, and JoJo came and he got his 70 point, 70th point on a layup. 
um that maxi fed him he was like here you go boo um i don't know if he calls him boo <laughs> uh, process and uh but what but uh but at least you know the sixers did win uh the game right. and we get ready get um, shady we get ready get shady because you know someone else had a historic night by the way what what was so stupid crazy about last night was that you know uh the the, the the kid from Lower Marion, yep, has scored eighty one points that day in two thousand six, and rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, but he had his eighty one points, and so to do something like this, Joel did on like that anniversary of the 80, 81 point game, um, and you know for Carl Anthony Towns to do like to to hit his record, you know, what did, he do? What did he do, Alana? What did he do? Um, well, he scored 62 points. Really? So how much did they win by? They actually lost. Really? <laughs> and his coach was not very happy in the post-game interview. Get out of here. <laughs> he, he, he said there was, there was some immature basketball. <laughs> immature basketball going on here. Did you know that the, the, the Wolves knew that JoJo was kind of on a tear? And they asked to be updated. Yeah, I read that right before we came on, that they were asking to be updated because they wanted Kat to be able to beat him. So there are so many different definitions of karma or examples of karma. And, you know, let me just make this point because I, I was watching the Hornets game, the Sixers-Hornets game this past week. The Hornets play until the fourth quarter, 0-0. They were even though we were up like 15 points or 13 points on them, they kept coming back. Like we had leads. They just, and so Joel, I mean, they had to keep them in the game so that they could make sure that we won the game with the Hornets. So to be so um focused on other things outside of the gym, you know, and not, you know, be the team that you should beat. Like that, that's that's a team that you you should beat. Up by I think what 18 or 20. Um, in the fourth quarter, and they lost the lead, and 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 the Hornets won. So, yep. I don't. I don't have a problem with with Carl Anthony Towns, but now I'm and he's a lo- He's kind of a local kid. He's from Jersey. He loves the Eagles, but it's just I didn't have a like. I don't want to have a problem, you know, because he's been with my girl Jordan Woods. Like they're, you know, it seems <laughs> like he's treating her good. Like everything's fine. Um, especially kind of after all that stuff happened, um, you know, he was there and, you know, but yeah. Uh, anything else on that point? Mm-mm, that's it. Okay. So guess what happened also, or was announced today? The Bucks fired Adrian Griffin. Uh, he's 43 games into the season. This is his first season with the Bucks. Uh, apparently Doc Rivers has been consulting since the off season. Okay. Um, and now Doc Rivers is the leading candidate to take over the Bucks as a head coach. It's like um when like one of those after school specials <laughs> when the girl teaches kind of the the one girl how to be a cheerleader, but then she doesn't get the spot. The, <laughs> the other girl gets the spot. Am I making sense? <laughs> 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 And oh, man, you know how this Philly, the, that, how these Philly scenarios work. Are we going to have to face the Bucks 
under head coach Doc Rivers in the second round of the NBA playoffs, my head will explode. <laughs> Stop it. You know, I will say this, that I don't think, I don't think we'll see both the Bucks and the Celtics. We're going to see either one of those teams. Um, so my hope is that we won't see them, but we'll just see the Celtics in the finals and the, you know, the, the Eastern conference finals. We'll see. That's all I have to say about that. It's just interesting. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I, you know, I don't follow the bucks enough to understand what's going on, but to fire your coach in the middle of the season and you're only three and a half games out of first place. Yeah. You're the, number the, two. Yeah. You're number the, two I mean, the, the funny jokes on Twitter were that the coach was yeah. trying to, trade Giannis's brother but <laughs> I just I don't understand that would be the only thing that would make sense <laughs> or you know he got down Isn't with someone's executive but, the, but the, bucks did, the bucks did this they fired the coach they won the championship with they did last year this is yeah the, this, this dude is the same group this guy is this is his first replacement coach in the yeah bucks. yeah something's going on or your ownership is crazy sorry, like no. I I don't I don't know I don't know. Yeah, Milwaukee. I always like Timberwolves and Bucks, man. Like it's always like Milwaukee, Minnesota. Same thing. Um, it's wild to me though. I don't, I don't get it, and I'm hopeful that we'll get a thirty for thirty. <laughs> man, but it's on the list. The Eagles, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ten in one season. Start <laughs> six and seven loss. And why did you get fired in the middle of the season? It's like losing your job on a Friday. You're off. I'm just um, grateful. I'm grateful for the chemistry that the Sixers seem to have right now. I agree. They look so and much like they just seem like they don't. They have like a weight lifted. And I know people have been talking about like trade. Like, what should they? I should, what should they do? I don't want to. I don't want to mess with this. Yeah, I like the the role players. Um, I think they are one piece off, but I don't. I, I hope that it's not a piece that's going to try to take points away from JoJo and Maxi. So. Um, I think Maxi is developing as a, as his number two, and so hopefully we'll just continue to see his development. He'll become a really strong number two. Yeah. Um, so the Heat decided to trade Kyle Lowry for <laughs> <laughs> Terry Rozier. Um, Terry Terry. I first I have a I I have personal uh, beef still with Terry from. Uh, when the Celtics team like lost everybody and he was basically leading them in, in the playoffs and he got a little um, funky with the Philly fans. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I still don't have that much love for him because after that, I mean, I think he, his, I guess his capital was up. So they traded him to the Hornets. Uh <laughs> and nobody watches the Hornets. <laughs> like I told you, they played to zero, zero fourth quarter. Um, and so now he's actually going to be in Miami, which will be very, very interesting uh, dynamic for sure. <laughs> yeah, do you think Kyle just hangs it up? I, I like Kyle Lowry. Me I don't too. know what he is getting older, you know, and. Yeah, because he could go to the um, <laughs> to the retirement team, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> Just go work it on that. They need people. <laughs> they need people, and they got young stars. So it's like, just go over there and and hang out. It'll be interesting because I don't know. I don't see him being happy to be in Charlotte, where they've won what nine, ten games. Yeah, I don't. 
I would think that he would maybe Detroit would have been even better, you know, just because they're young and they're running around and he could be like the bet. Um yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he does. What comes if you're going to go to a losing team, I would want to, I mean, the Pacers already did their trades, but um, not that they're losing, but uh, like, if you're going to go to like a young team or like a team that's like doing, it like, could be on a path to the finals, you would have hoped that they would have given him to like OKC. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a tough one. All right. The last, the last like kind of drama story that came out of the, <laughs> the NBA is that the Cavaliers, Tristan Thompson, has been suspended for 25 games. Uh, according to the league, he was tested um, and he had a growth growth hormone, um, I guess, that, that bodybuilders and weightlifters used for muscle enhancement. I need to say one thing. I did not realize that Tristan was back in the NBA. Right, I was like, "What are you doing it for?" You, I was. I feel like the last time was Sacramento, and I and after that, I don't because that was like the whole, you know. Um, you're on the bench. Somebody said JoJo scored seventy, Cat scored sixty, but Tristan scored four points, and the NBA decided to drug test him. Because <laughs> like, where'd you come from? I'm telling you, man. I think Courtney Kardashian's behind this. You know, she don't really mess with him. She was snitching. She's like, yo, my one check this guy. No, I'm just playing. All right. Anything else on the NBA that you want to talk about? Nope. Uh, so can we uh I'm gonna ask the questions okay. before we move on to our reality TV moments. Uh who would you throw a drink at? Uh, who would I throw a drink at? Um the ref in the Niners Packers game for getting that spot wrong on the fourth and one. Agreed. It changed That's a good, the, that's a good one. The, the the course of the game. That's a really good that's a that's a good person to throw a drink at. <laughs> and you? <laughs> Who would you throw a drink at? I'm so sorry. Um Waffle a little too hard. Um, I think, and and I like I love me some Doc Rivers, but I'm gonna have to throw a drink at you if you take that man's job. Oh. That's really <laughs> messed up. That's that is the after school special, girl. <laughs> oh, okay. On to Real Housewives of Beverly Hill. I took some notes. Okay. Which I'm really happy because I sometimes I just totally forget what, what would happen. I got her like, did they do what? What they do? <laughs> um, they was wilding as, as normal per usual. In public. In public. That's really appropriate given that they're like 50-year-old women. Um, this um, was the ruthless, not too, not ruthless. Oh my God. Oh my god! It's homeless. I listen, it's, home, I listen to a podcast. And the guy is always talking about ruthless. And <laughs> I apologize. I apologize because that sounded so ins insensitive. I truly apologize. It was the homeless, homeless not, not useless gala that Dorit. It's a weird. Dorit it's a weird thing. Hosted. Yes. Why do we? Why do we care more about these people's teeth than getting them homes? Like I, like I just don't. I don't get. I, I don't want to. It's like a it. dentist. I don't want to touch it because it okay. is a real organization, and 
it has some, you know, significant people backing it. Um, okay. So, so, so when, when we get to the, to the lovely gala, I do kind of love that Erica did not know that she was talking to her own dentist. Yes. Yeah. That's she thought that he was hitting on her. And right. I, think she, <laughs> I mean, she was like, Oh, you look beautiful, but it's right. like, I'm your dentist. <laughs> Like, are you dentist? Oh, really? Um, bless her. Um, she did look great. She she looked really nice. Uh, but but here we go back with this uh, small stop. Now, after you heard Garcelle and um, Crystal share a bit more about how long they had to listen to Anne Marie talk about her small esophagus does it change your perspective about her going and telling her I kind of get her be it like you are just so mentally done that you got to tell your like yo <laughs> it's chicken. I, after that I was like I see I see it why might have it might have I can see if you had to sit through that you're also not thinking that your friend is emotional because of the topic of the evening. So yeah, you're not really paying attention to what's even happening. Yeah, around yeah. you, you're just kind of in a, a, a thing, and you're thinking like, when she said, "Why do you care?" Yeah. <laughs> um. Any thoughts about just how weird it got? Like that, you know, she she you know, introduce her husband and she's like, go away. And he was like, okay. And uh, she's still talking about the small esophagus. I, I just, she can't be wrong. It's now we're getting to a place where you just cannot be wrong. Yeah. It's, um, and it's interesting. Just, I, I always, not always, but now that we've been watching reality TV for over a decade, yeah, I think some of us are, I think all of us though, are, can get, are savvy enough to wonder like, well, how are they editing this? Like, this doesn't make sense. Um, I know I'm sure Bravo doesn't really want to focus on her husband because there's some allegations out there about Marcellus Wiley. So maybe that's what, you know, and I, but I don't know what the timing was with that. So I don't know if that plays into anything. Um, and Anna Marie might know it's about to be some foolishness. He doesn't need to be around it. Um, yeah, I get it though. Yeah, I, it, I, I let them go off and do whatever they yeah. do. I just thought it was kind of rude to me the way he she spoke oh, to him. But she's like she's so weird. You know, yes. you're bragging about him calling you an eight and a half, right. um, but then you're so you're dismissive of him. I I don't I I think I guess no, I guess she's upset because she's an eight and a half. Maybe. Um. But yeah, the 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 esophagus. I'm like, was there anything else? If 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 he had not had his controversy. Would we have a different storyline for her? Like, mm. would it be more focused on her family life or whatever? Because yeah. this is dumb. Like, yeah. It's just yeah, this is pretty dumb. dumb. I wonder if it would. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like maybe we would see more about how, like, her working or her interacting with the kids. Because it's weird not to not to have your your husband around when you're trying to interact with the kids, right? Like, it's you can't just not show the husband. Um, yeah. I just think she she's holding on for dear uh, for for I guess her 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 storyline and when she um decided to go off on Crystal and basically she, she's like I didn't say that she had an eating disorder and they're like yeah you did they showed the video she gives me she gives me fake news vibes you know yeah. uh and then she said that uh you know don't be mad because you wanted to go to medical school or something and i was like dang yeah. how are you gonna go at crystal 
like she she's not doing nothing to you uh and we still haven't seen that i made you relevant so we'll see when that that little uh i think that might be coming either this week or next week because they're headed to spain yep that looks like it's gonna be fun though they've only really shown some fun stuff so hopefully it's gonna be like not as drama drama but um but yeah so i do think it was weird and uh i really hope it's the end of this esophagus thing and just to just to put a note on it that the (laughs) that the um and there was like an anesthesiologist association. He had, had like came out and essentially showed the difference between like the the doctors and the nurses that are under this practice. And uh, they were basically trying to call Anna Marie out and be like, you, you don't have to go to medical school to actually be a nurse anesthesio- anesthesiologist or anesthetist. But you don't like you don't have to go to medical school. These people do. Um, and. I was reading the comment section and the nurses that are like under that title, they were not happy about that post. They were like, yeah, Emery's wrong, but this is not cool. So I was like, dang, y'all be for that hard. Well, <laughs> I did a little bit of investigating too, listening to podcasts. And so apparently the association that represents the nurses rebranded themselves and changed their names. And so it can be a little confusing instead of saying nurse, a uh, nurse anesthetist, anesthetist. It's like a nurse of an- anesthesiology, but they're like, if you see that word, you think doctor, doctor or whatever. And so the, so the organizations are kind of beef. like the doctors are like, no, 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 no. First of all, that's confusing in a medical space. And these are all of the requirements to be an anesthesiologist. And th- it's, it's here and it stops here for the nurses. So yeah, there's some, there's some beef, like the nurses might be upset, but I can see a doctor saying, but y'all, we tried to rebrand yourselves to, you know, maybe confuse, that leads to some confusion. And then someone in the comments section said, don't be mad that nurses can do your job now. Like you're being phased out and the nurses can do this job. It's like, oh, Oh goodness gracious! Is yeah, it really and that like might that? Be true in certain perfect, a certain I guess lines of medicine, but uh, I don't want nobody. I need someone with a medical degree to put me under to wake me up and wake me up <laughs> and wake me up and put. Look, we we saw what happened to Michael Jackson. You're not gonna put me under and not be able to put, to wake me back up. And I've I've gone into surgery recent like in the last couple of years, and that's real. That yeah. that was actually my biggest fear was like kind of like. What happens if I don't wake up out of this? It's yeah. a great sleep though. Like you feel like yeah. you just don't, you don't want to like wake up. <laughs> you are woken up. <laughs> so um, yeah, let's put a pin in that storyline. Um, and then when she, they asked uh, Dr. Nicole about her comments that she's clout chasing. And she was like, you know, usually when you're chasing clout, someone with clout, they actually like are better than you. And she's not better than me. And in these yeah. categories, I was like, and I, mean, I like Dr. Nicole because she doesn't come for people. She doesn't bother people. She's she's tricky on Miami Housewives. She's a little tricky, but <laughs> I I like her now. But I I wasn't a huge fan of her last season. Okay, but, see, I didn't watch that, so I'm new to this. I'm new okay. to Miami. Eh, it, but this season, like, it's she's like she she don't mean no harm. Okay. She just like the way I think she kind of rubs people the wrong way because she acts like new money. Um, it's like she's trying to flaunt it a bit hard, and everyone's like, "Okay, I, like 
like Sutton just lives in it and you're just like this woman's got a horse you know or <laughs> like what's going on or Kathy Hilton in the tray the dinner trays and they've got a picture of her and Michael Jackson from the 80s behind her you're like wait what is happening but then like when someone's like oh we're gonna go look for a boat and it's like usually upwards of like 12 million dollars and it just was weird you know um bless her last part of this whole thing is i'm gonna ask you about taylor dane i was like this is such like i don't want to say it's random but it was just not what i was expecting to see as like a performer (laughs) and i don't know if she was the surprise that pk was talking about because he said oh i have a surprise for for y'all and i was like oh okay but they were hype like the housewives were hype they were they were loving it so shout out to taylor dane she she does have a gorgeous she has a beautiful voice i was gonna say at taylor dane at her height of fame which is it which is fits that age range absolutely i can see them being excited to see yeah yeah i was just like because it took me a little bit of time to register then i was like oh yeah i know these songs you know but i uh, but i was like what what kind of and of course anna marie i don't know her i'm like be quiet like <laughs> maybe that's the problem is she like is she is she 31 or something 32 I don't know. Like, I don't know. Is she? maybe yeah. that's her problem that she's just a little too um no she's 1983 her birthday is october 10th 1983 um yeah she's 40 okay she would have been really little because taylor dane is like the 80s right she's not she's not she was like early 90s like in that that like party because i remember like roller skating to, to taylor dane music but then again like a lot of stuff i watched as a kid was because they were reruns and they were like just songs that they played. Yeah, but you're right. It was late eighties. Tell it to my heart came out in 88. Tell it to my- yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a hard song. Yeah. That song, that song goes, um, but yeah, Beverly Hills, uh, hopefully the, the group trip will be fun, like funny, um, and fun. I did talk to you though. Didn't I ask you about the whole Maurice and Kyle? Maurice not being at the event. Yeah. All that conversation that they had. That he was just, I don't know. It seemed like she he's she's like, you weren't there for me, so I'm not gonna be there for you for this thing. But I'm like, like, why couldn't you have changed your business trip for this? Yeah. Or like it just seems so weird to me. Yeah, it wasn't a good enough reason. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think at the reunion we might hear that they've officially separated. But then she, I just read this page six article that she had a, sh- a jacket on with his name on the back of it. I don't. It's like, <laughs> girl, she's it's, like, it's not real. It's not real reality. It's not. Like, yeah, it's weird. She's she's confusing all of us. Um, anyway, uh. But that was it. That's all. I, that's all my notes from there. Salt Lake City is um, their last part of the reunions happening. I think this is this is where I'm at. Like I mm-hmm. like I'm I'm really excited to watch my. I love the Miami Housewives. Like they're they're serving right now. Um, so I'm excited about that. Happy to see that Beverly Hills is going on a trip. So hopefully it's a lot more fun. And girl, guess who's coming back next week? Who? Those messy Vanderpumpers. Oh Vanderpump. shoot, January 31st. Yep. Vanderpump rules. We'll be back. It'll be interesting. 
So yes, I'll be excited to talk. I'll be really excited to talk about two franchises by Beverly Hills Housewives and those crazy oh. kids from Vanderpump. You see, Rachel has this podcast where she's now trying to talk about all this stuff. Nobody cares. And it's like, girl, <laughs> late, girl, you should have done this on TV. You missed your window. You should have done this on TV. You should have taken this salary that you got, that you got offered, try to negotiate it, come back and because I actually think that they would have tried to make amends with her because they couldn't do that on TV. Like they look like hypocrites that they only made amends with Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Tom has longer relationships with these people. So I, I understand why she probably didn't feel like they were going to do that for her. But yeah, she's she's got to stop talking now because the fair's over. Yeah, yep. So yep, so we'll have that to look forward to. Well, that wraps up our weekly catch up with one another and you. Please like, subscribe, and leave comments for us to read. Tell a friend to tell a friend and join in the weekly catch up conversation each week. Bye, Alana. Have a great week. Same to you. Go Sixers. Go Sixers. Go Flyers. Flyers. And I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx the other teams that are playing this week. We weekend. go keep our bad mojo to ourselves i'm looking forward to watching some really fun great football on sunday yes and i'm kind of happy i only have one day it's not taking up my whole weekend <laughs> although i kind of like that done I on saturday on my computer. i know i'm like yeah. on my computer it's happening and watching and yeah, streaming. um but it's it's fun it's fun to watch all, all right. right have a good one you too bye, bye.